My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Sold a few of my books and a few prints, so uh, nice day. Fantastic. No, I want to I want to lay it out for the listeners here. Uh, we've had the the pleasure and privilege of being set up right next to Joe That's all weekend, awesome. which is easy. great. Yeah. Um, and I've had the privilege of being literally right next to Joe. I've gotten to hear him tell a story a couple times to some of the, the people coming over, and I, I want this story documented for us. Can you tell us the band in Texas story, please? Okay. Our first graphic novel from McFarlane and Company uh, was based on a Doug Brody screenplay called uh, Yellow Rose of Texas, The Myth of Emily Morgan. And uh, the story is about the legend of Emily Morgan, who was a mulatto former slave who came to Texas and uh, played an important role in the, uh, the creation of Texas as a republic, uh, because during the Battle of San Jacinto, she was uh, in General Santana's tent, keeping him occupied while the Texans were attacking, and they won the battle in 18 minutes, uh, because literally... Santa Ana was caught with his pants down. <laughs> um, the battle anniversary was last Thursday, and I am sure that at the battlefield site yesterday they probably had their annual reenactment. Five years ago, I was invited by Doug to go down to San Antonio to uh, participate in a convention of popular culture. Uh, at the Riverwalk Marriott, and we were doing a book signing at the McFarland table in the book fair as part of the event. Uh, we had talked about going down, and I wanted, we wanted to do, do a library tour of various libraries in the San Antonio area, and I knew that the anniversary of the battle was happening around that time. The date of our book signing was April 20th, and so I went online to check out the Battlefield website to find out exactly when they were going to do the reenactment. And I found out that that year they were going to do the reenactment the Saturday prior to the anniversary. 
So I booked my flight to go down to San Antonio the Thursday before that so that I could be there with Doug in Houston on the battlefield. We were going to buy a table and sign copies and sell copies of our book during the reenactment. For me, this was going to be the coolest thing because the battle is the climax of our story and it just would be so much fun to actually watch the reenactments and sell the book right on the site. So about a month prior to the, the, the event, Doug took a trip down to, to Houston and met with a woman on the committee that runs the battlefield. He described her as very much like Michelle Bachman, the politician, a very right-wing conservative. And he gave her a copy of the book. He said that she turned a whiter shade of white than she already was when she saw the cover of our book, which features Emily Morgan, uh, a mulatto woman. She's one of those Texans that want to rewrite history to suit their own agenda. So in her mind, Emily Morgan was a white woman. Now, in the 1920s and 1930s, there were some movies made where Emily Morgan was depicted as a blonde white woman. Uh, that was then. More currently, the movies have all shown Emily as a woman of color. So that was strike one. She didn't like the race of our main character. Uh, the antagonist in the book is General Santa Ana, the ruler of Mexico, who not only was a notorious ladies' man, he also was an opium user. Now, in 1836, opium was not an illegal, illegal drug. Uh, but being historically accurate doesn't really matter to this woman. She didn't like the book because we showed drug use. And she didn't think it was appropriate for young children to be doing something like this. This book was never meant to be a children's book. It's an adult graphic novel. Uh, but everyone assumes that because it's a comic book that it's meant for little kids. Uh, so that was strike two. Strike three, which probably, you know, was the straw that broke the camel's back. But uh, you know, any one of those could have done it. Uh, there is a line of dialogue where Santa Ana is trying to seduce Emily uh, into becoming his queen and uh, she rejects his advances and uses the line, I will not be your whore. So because the word whore is written in dialogue, she would not let us buy a table to sell our book on the battlefield. When I found out about that, I was pretty angry because, uh, you know, I had made my plans around that event. You know, I, I took a trip earlier than I had intended so that I could be there for that day. Uh, we ended up doing the library presentation in Bolverde, Texas on that date instead and uh, just, you know, incorporated it into our library tour. So overall, the trip was a success, but I would have really enjoyed uh, being on that battlefield signing and selling copies of our book. But, it can work this time. That is a great story though, isn't it? Yeah. I love that story. But I do, I, I do have a sign uh, on my display that says Band in Texas over the book. And so when someone asks me the question, I'm happy to tell the story. That's awesome.
Now, is that exclusively ours for the podcast? Like this, is it the first time on mic you've gotten to tell the story? Yes. We gotta, we gotta throw a sound in there. That's like geek pod exclusive. You just made the sound. No, no, no. They just isolated out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Joe. The story. Uh, what else is going on? I mean, I'm seeing you everywhere. Uh, I have been doing a lot of shows uh, lately. I I know I'm fully booked for for the month of May, uh, starting next next Sunday. Uh, Doing um, a uh, these are from, uh, these a are toy show at the Caribbean uh, uh, in Liverpool, and then for free comic book day, I'm going to be set up at Cloud City, okay, I was gonna and say, I'll have my uh, art available then. I'm also that's going to be uh, giving away free copies of Mickey Mantle yeah. Number One. Say, uh, there'll be a limited number of those available. Following week, let's see, I'm doing. Uh, oh, okay. Salt City, uh, Collecticon, uh, Syracuse Comic Con on yeah, May 15th. Uh, that's at the F Shed uh, at the Farmer's Market. Uh, then I'm doing a uh, library presentation at the Camden Public Library on May 21st. And then I believe I'm doing a show in Buffalo on May 21st. So, four months. Oh, okay. Well, hey, it's not bad to stay busy, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I had uh, I have sold several uh, key, uh, key sketch cards uh, this weekend, so now I'm going to have to uh, restock my sketch cards. I got about uh, seven or eight to redraw, and so I'll be busy this week. I'm also working on a couple of projects, which uh, I'm not at liberty to, to discuss, but uh, you know, down the line they'll be presented somewhere. Outstanding. <laughs> you just piqued my interest on that one. Yeah. Really. As soon as someone says I can't talk about it, I'm like, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, it works. Joe is trolling us. <laughs> I just gotta keep finding the time to do it. So I can imagine. Yeah. And I would think uh, I mean in my brain drawing is a long process. Especially to get it as good as, as you do it, so I always can't imagine when you say I have to restock some sketch cards. My brain says, okay, that's like four months of drawing. Right? Yeah, that's a lot of time, I'm sure, right? Well, it, it can be. I try to I try to make the sketch cards. I mean, I use the I use the same photo reference for the characters, and so I keep it pretty consistent. Uh, yesterday, I sold uh, quite a few. Uh, Star Wars sketch cards, so got pictures of Ren and uh, R2D2, C3PO, BB8, uh, characters like that that I have to recreate. Uh, I have to do uh, a new Sylvester McCoy Doctor uh, yeah. because I saw one of my Doctor Who sketch cards. And, uh, you know, I'll just keep restocking as I go along. Not a bad problem to have in his no. business. That's no. no. Not at all. That's awesome. Now, now you've gotten to sit right here next to the, his uh, collection of uh, lovely lady caps on Yes. Um, actually, I, I believe that I'm now dating the Amazonian. We've, <laughs> we've struck up a relationship over uh, the day. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually uh, uh, Artemis. Artemis, see? That's awesome. Eh? Stepping up my game. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I did the, I did the pinup drawings. Um, I tried to do four drawings a day, two in pencil and uh, two in color. And every evening I list the four I list four drawings on eBay. Oh, nice. Except for an occasion like this where I'm not at home and you know a little bit harder to do it. But uh, I scan everything into my computer and, and I can upload it onto uh, the internet easily. But uh, my eBay business has been going on very steadily since 2003. Fantastic. Okay, we've got dead air going on that. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's tough too when we're sitting down with somebody we know. It's kind of like I, I don't know where to go from here. Now. Right, because we're always talking to Joe. We yeah. see every show. We yeah. we always get to talk. Yeah, you know, I, I think the first time we go do something and he's not there, it's going to be really weird. We are going to miss him. Yeah. yeah. Well, you weren't there at Ithacon last week when I wasn't there. It was my my second time I've missed Ithacon since number nine, and that was Ithacon forty one. Uh, I. Did a show in uh, Elmira the week before and uh, picked up a little bit of contract. And I had a uh, stomach issue and also, uh, you know, head cold or actually a chest cold. And uh, I just I needed to sleep. And when I do a show, especially if I have to travel to the show, uh, I don't sleep very well the night before. And so, uh, you know, yesterday. I had to get up at 4 a.m. to get from Syracuse to Saratoga, and uh, I was pretty wiped out by the end of yesterday. Uh, feel much better today because I got a good night's sleep last night. That's good. So, but but last week I was supposed to do a show in Buffalo on Sunday and Ithacan on Saturday, and I was so wiped out I knew I wasn't going to be able to handle two shows, and so I canceled them both. And I really hated to cancel Ithacon most of all because I love that show. It's a lot of fun hanging out with friends. And uh, as I said, I've done every show except for two uh, in the last uh, 30 years. It's amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. We're going to have to check that out. Yes. So we are popping up all over the place now. And we have to keep this up, the whole branching out outside of Syracuse. Yeah. So anybody listening, if you want a relatively unknown podcast from Syracuse, let us know. I'm sure that they have, they have a list somewhere and we're on a relatively unknown podcast. Well, then again, I don't know, we're also on a list, well, one of us is on a list of, you know, Saxon podcasters. So. No, it's, it's, the show is on, it's not me, it's not you. Yeah, but the show can't be Saxon because it's not a person. So that, Somebody added us to a Twitter list, and I'm telling him it's got to be because of him, because I am definitely, nobody looks at me and goes, that's one sexy podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a phrase that people should be saying anyway. That's a sexy podcast. No. But we just completely devolved into something else here. Yeah. generally Anything else you want to talk about today, Joe? Uh, want to get well, to I, I'm also available for any shows. If anyone listening would uh, be interested in having me as a guest artist for a show, I'm always uh, open. Uh, Come to my website, uh, jorsak.com, J-O-R-S-A-K.com, and uh, check out my con schedule, and if uh, there's an open date, uh, send me a message. I'll be happy to work it into the schedule. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for sitting down with us today, Joe. I don't want to keep you away for too long. I want you to sell stuff. <laughs> That's, That's right. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Joe. Well.